Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged, exclusive to the Ginger's Perspective. Find us at csduplicy.co.za and of course soon to be on Cliff Central. So exciting times for the podcast as we look at all things MMA around South Africa, the African continent and of course in the USA where we focus on UFC. Don't forget that's coming up, UFC 205. A historic moment for the organization. Also, Sun City this weekend sees EFC 54 and three titles on the line. Can't wait for the action to get underway. Of course, it's all about the heavyweights, though. Take nothing away from the two other title fights. But in terms of the heavyweights, that's what the main focus is. Andrew Fancel, Elvis Moyo do battle. Joining me, as always, the MMA authority in South Africa, as far as I'm concerned, Justin Ferrier. Justin this fight, the heavyweight title fight at UFC 54, probably wouldn't be happening had Donny van Heerden not come out and been an idiot on social media. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, he made a silly mistake and a racial slur and he's been punished for it and he's been stripped of his title, he's been fired. And then he's gone and shot himself in the foot by uh, closing the door on UFC and fighting for another organization, LFS, this weekend. Schoolboy error. I mean, I question his management on this. Uh, I, I, I just feel that with the amount of hashtags on that post, his management should have somehow been consulted or waded in. I mean, I know that they only realized afterwards that he had posted it. But come on, in this day and age, in this political climate in South Africa, as a professional athlete, you should not be posting anything that could be a racial slur or, or deemed as racism. I mean, let's all look at this. If you haven't seen the, the post, and I know we, we're dredging up something that's already happened, but I think it's important because it's tarnished EFC in a little bit, in a way. And I think the fact when you put the picture of Elvis Moyo and a picture from Planet of the Apes together, that is a racial slur. And I'm sorry, it has no place in the sport of MMA. It's got no place in sport. I agree with you. Let's just go through the thought process. Through. Let's go through the thought process. So he downloaded an app, uh, a meme maker, if you if, if you will. He took two photos. He posted them together. He then hashtagged every sponsor and every hashtag associated with MMA and then posted it. You kind of got to say that, you know, his management should have had him on a tight leash. Maybe let's... Maybe he did, there was no thought process on that, but there should be a filter. I get that social media... You want access to people, etc. But come on, man, that's only stupidity. I don't. In his defence, I don't think it was meant as racism. It was just stupidity. But end result is he's fired, stripped of a title, and I, I feel that Elvis Moyo has been robbed because this is a much harder fight for Elvis against Andrew than it would be for Elvis against Donnie. Exactly. Much, much harder matchup for him. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, just the last thing I want to say on this Donnie van Heerden situation is that this is a guy who comes from a fighting background. Um, it's his, it's his income. You know, it really is his main source of income, and he was the heavyweight champion at the time. 
he was the man on top of the pile and he's going to do he's done something that he'll regret for the rest of his life but you make a very good point elvis moyo is the guy who's losing out in a way but he now has to step up and take on former two-time champion and andrew Fonseon. this is what he had to say speaking to efc ahead of the fight let's hear it from elvis moyo there you have it he's going to punch the lights out of him the big question as always i mean we know andrew fonsell has that granite jaw but elvis moyer how has his ground game come along because that's where he's going to be tested i'm sure will be interesting let's have a quick prediction i think andrew I, I would like to think his ground game will trump him but i think andrew's andrew uh tips as hell um but i don't i don't think uh, i don't think it's it's as far off as we think i think it's closer all right let's turn our attention now to uh the woman in action the the very impressive shana powers goes up against amanda lino um but this is a massive fight for lino she goes up against one of the most talented women on the continent but the statement that Amanda Lino could make at EFC 54 in a historic fight your thoughts Justin I mean going into this one Amanda's we know she's she's fired up she's aggressive she likes to pile the pressure on but when you go up against someone like Shana Power who's got all the strikes the ground game and comes from a great camp a great gym it's a tall order Shauna Powell is the outsider in the, uh, in the betting houses. Uh, Mandalino is the favourite. We know that uh, Shauna Powell is from a great camp, they've got great strategy, great conditioning, etc., etc. Uh, Amanda's just changed camps, but it's interesting who she's changed camps to. So I do know that part of her coaching staff is another guy called Rodney van der Flucht. He's good at jiu-jitsu, conditioning, etc., etc. Um, but I think the the ace up her sleeve is the fact that she's got Dallas Jacoby training. He's been there, done that, been the underdog. Yeah. Come through and won. Um, he's tough as nails. Tough as they come. One of the toughest in, in the UFC. And so is Amanda. Yeah. So you've got that comfort of knowing a former champion is there um, with a similar fight style to you. Grinding, gritty, uh, never say die, tough as nails. So they will feed off each other with that. It is difficult. I, I, hope, she, I hope Amanda is is diversified we all know her power we all know her heart it's not questionable with her is she able to to has she added to her arsenal is she able to step back a notch to go further that's the next question because we all know that she 
150 miles an hour in, the, in a forward direction. Yeah. Is she able to have lateral movement? Is she able to? Is she able to have hold, hold something back so she's got somewhere to go in the later rounds? Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that if Shana can avoid her in the first in the first two rounds, that's Shana's for the taking. But saying that, if Amanda catches you, anybody's going to see. Well, let's hear now from Shana Power and Amanda Lino. They're talking to EFC in the build-up to this weekend's event at Sun City. I want to finish the fight, maybe first, second, uh, first or second round. I, I feel personally that I'm going to capitalise on a mistake that she's going to make, and um, I'm certainly patient with whatever she brings. I'll put her skills to the test, and we'll see who comes out best. Um, you know, if she wants to go in, in confident, then, then let her. The point is that she doesn't have a lot of power, and the fact that Shana was already running away from someone like Nicole, well, then she's going to be in for a big surprise coming up against someone like me. There you've heard from both of them chatting to EFC Worldwide. Quick prediction on this one, Justin. Trade up power. Um, difficult fighting at altitude. Um, not, not easy. Uh, again, closer than we think. But uh, I do I do think Shana Power is going to frustrate her with strategy. She's going to avoid her early. And I think Amanda's going to go, well, I want to rip your head off and I can't catch you. Don't forget, we've also got JP Base against Baldwin and Ludlose. Quickly, let's turn our attention now uh, to UFC. And, and lots has uh, been happening ahead of 205 Madison Square Gardens. I mean, it's it's a historic event. Talk of Conor McGregor being knocked out at training. He said, no, nothing nothing serious happened. Your thoughts on, on this this event that's, that's coming up? Because a lot of people are going to be talking about it. And it's one of the, the best cards the UFC has ever put on. It's massive. Going to that injury thing, I don't think he would ever tell anybody because of the potential loss of payday. This is monumental. The card would fall apart. I think he knows that uh, it's, it's cashing in time. Um, and I think that as big as the card is, it is leaning heavily on McGregor. With the Irish influence in New York, uh, I think a lot a lot weighs on his shoulders. But cracker, Madison Square Garden, I'm very <laughs> jealous. My missus wow. is in New York fight week uh, i was very tempted to go <laughs> and fly there with her uh, she's gone for a work trip yeah but even if you could get a ticket it is crazy money uh i mean obviously cage side seats fifty thousand dollars you'd have to sell all your assets and cars <laughs> and swap every card you own probably a kidney or three and yeah, whatever I'm else i'm willing to give one i've got two i'm happy to sell it but i, I don't know if there's a buyer um and but even the normal tickets are crazy prices and the scalpers will triple and quadruple the price because everybody wants to be there so yeah you can get to new york but you can't get in the front door finally last one michael bisping middleweight champion of ufc saw off dan henderson um debatable decision i suppose at the end of the day um but henderson has called it a day that that's him done i mean he's a legend of the ufc and fortunately unfortunately i should rather say finishes off his career without a ufc championship title yeah unfortunate for him but I'm glad, you know, that would he have ever stopped? If he had won, you would have thought, oh, I've got one left in me. And at 47 years old, you can't repair yourself like these 25-year-old kids who are amazing. This is a young man's sport, and he even knows it. And it's just debatable on the, on the call. Um, but at the end of the day, even if it was a draw, the title would stay with Bisping. So the right person owns it. Chatting MMA here on MMA Uncaged. Remember, csdupacy.co.za is where you can find the podcast. Justin, thanks for your time. We'll catch up and we'll chat post-EFC 54 this weekend at Sun City. And then 205, UFC 205, just a month away. Can't wait to see Conor McGregor 
in action. Justin, thanks for your time.